Hi, I'm Leanne Kim, and this is The Business of Thinking Big, the podcast where we talk all things business mindset, strategy, and hustle. So if you're looking to grow your revenue, serve more dream clients, and create amazing new possibilities, then you, my friend, are in the right place. Stay tuned. Okay, friends, I've never done this before, but I'm attempting to record a podcast while making dinner. (laughs) I know that sounds crazy and probably pretty stupid, but I'll tell you why. Just as I was making dinner, I realized there's a couple of things that I do throughout the week that actually help give my family back more time. And when I say my family, I also mean me as the mama. So as I was thinking about it, I was like, oh, this could be a podcast episode. Now, I could have set aside some time in the next couple of days to sit down, record a podcast, but I actually thought that it would be more fun to do it this way because I have literally never recorded anything like this while doing anything like this. So I don't know if you can hear in the background, that's the oven fan. So apologies if you hear that, if that's annoying. But also, yeah, I just started the burners. I'm making tacos tonight. And this is actually one of my main mom hacks, my mompreneur hacks that I do, which is I cook a lot of the same things every week. I don't try to reinvent the wheel and I don't, I know that they say variety is the spice of life, but honestly, there is really something to routine and predictability. I know typically based on what I, how I shop or how my husband shops, because he does our Costco runs, I, I usually know what it is I think I can make based on what we have in, you know, in the cupboard and the fridge and stuff like that. So it's actually served me really well to kind of have about 10 key meals that I make ever and just kind of cycle through them every single week. Tacos being one of them. Tacos is a fan favorite here in this house. And if we don't do tacos, then we're usually doing nachos, which let's face it, is basically the same ingredient. So things like that, one night of the week, usually Tuesday night is like pasta night. So I'll have like a rice pasta dish with whatever vegetables we have in the fridge. And I'll have, you know, sometimes sometimes it's a creamy sauce, sometimes it's not. But that's kind of like the gist of it is that I have a different meal that I make on a different day of the week. And they don't seem to notice at all. I don't know what's with them, but I, I guess this is just it's the kind of thing that when you're a kid and you're just, you know, you're fed every night, you just put in your mouth what is on the table. Fridays, here's another hack. I don't cook all the time, but I do actually enjoy cooking. So, and I've talked about this before. Cooking for me is pretty therapeutic. By that, I mean, there is something to, at the end of the day, making a meal, a healthy meal, usually for myself, for my family that I actually find very calming. I know that I am not the norm. I know that this probably sounds a bit strange to you, but I actually, I don't know why. It just, it just is something that I enjoy doing. Now, if I had to cook every single night and make it a gourmet meal, I would not enjoy it. So I set the bar low and I also don't cook every night. Fridays are usually our takeout night or we do something special. You know, something, you know, maybe it's even like grocery, you know, grocery takeout. You know what I'm talking about? Like the prepared food section. Sometimes we'll do that. Or sometimes my husband, especially in the summer, my husband cooks a lot on Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays, especially we like to barbecue in the summer. Fun fact, I asked him to buy me a barbecue for our 10th wedding anniversary because I knew we needed it and there was actually nothing else I really wanted for 10 years. So he bought me the barbecue that he uses all the time. 
I don't barbecue. It's not my thing. I, actually, cooking meat of any kind, I'm just, it's not, not really my jam. So usually that's the hubby's role. And so on the weekends, he does the cooking. And even just as I'm describing this, you can hear like we have patterns, we have routines in this household. Don't forget, we've been together for 11 years at the time of recording this and hope to be together for a really long time. So that's one of the things that we have done. You can probably hear I'm washing my hands in the background. So one of the things that we have done in the past is just really get clear on, you know, our zones of genius when it comes to the household. Who's good at what? I'm really good at getting healthy meals on the table fast. That is not really his zone of genius. He loves to cook, but he likes to make more elaborate meals with recipe plans and all the rest. And that is totally not me. So he needs more time to do that. And that's why he does it on the weekends versus me. I do my jam during the week because frankly, especially when he used to work at an office every day, it wouldn't have been possible for him to come home, you know, get prepped, make dinner and have it on the table. I mean, we'd be eating at nine o'clock at night every night. So that was not a possibility. Yeah. So that's sort of our routine when it comes to cooking. And we actually have a rule in our house, like if you cook it, you clean it. And the reason for that is I'm a bit of a messy cook and he is not. So it doesn't feel fair to me to be making someone else clean up my enormous messes when he kind of cleans as he goes. So again, like if I cook, I clean, but then, you know, I do that for four days of the week and I'm done for three days. I'm off for three days. And that's, that's sort of our, our evening routine. And I'm chopping some onions now on the sort of note of meals and planning. One thing that I actually really love to do is to do a Sunday night meal prep. So what that entails, I mean, it's no secret that we eat pretty healthy. We eat a lot of like fruits, vegetables, things like that. And part of the reason why people don't do those things, I think, is because they're time consuming to like wash them and peel them and chop them and all that stuff. So I'll do a lot of like planning of that stuff on Sunday for the week ahead. And I do this with more than just meals, actually. Usually on Sunday night, I'm taking a really close look at what our okay, onions are in. Usually Sundays, I take a close look at what is happening on the family calendar for the week ahead. So I'll look at, you know, the kids' activity schedule. I'll look at anything that's happening at school, any appointments. I'll look at our evenings as well, because that's usually like, you know, I might go to the gym or he might go to the gym. I'll also often kind of book, tentatively, tentatively book like a date night on like basically everything to do with our weekly planning. I like to get a sense of that on Sundays. I don't have to have the schedule all mapped out on Sundays. But I like to get that general sense so I understand the cadence of the week. And again, no surprise, we kind of do the same things on the same days every week. So Mondays right now are my nights that I go to the gym, chopping up my peppers here as I'm talking. I, I honestly cannot believe I'm doing this, but I'm having fun. And I hope I don't chop off my finger. And I hope that the sound quality isn't terrible. But yeah, I'm having fun. Okay, what was I saying? Mondays, I usually go to the gym. Usually, Julia has cheer on Tuesdays, so that involves some driving and a late dinner for her. Wednesdays, he usually goes to the gym. Fridays are religiously our family night. So that is the night that we are at home with each other, with nobody else, frankly, because that's the way I like it. I like to unwind with just the four of us on Fridays. I like to kind of have a nice meal. As I say, it's usually takeout night. So all of these things that I'm sharing don't necessarily just save us time, but they create that quality of life that I know a lot of mompreneurs really struggle with. I've, I've heard women say things like, you know what, I should really just do one night of takeout a week. Or, you know what, 
hearing you talk about this has made, given me permission to, you hear that? That's the sizzle. It's given me permission to half-ass my meals or whatever it might be that you take from this. I don't really care as long as, you know, you feel empowered to make life easier for yourself and, and make life more enjoyable is really my thing. You know, taking, you know, doing these kind of hacks is not just about being more productive. It is about having a better quality of life. So talked about the Sunday meal prep. In case you're wondering, I am not doing this all off the top of my head. I have a list here, an outline that I'm kind of working off of. It's actually written on the back of an envelope that was lying around. Like just in case you think I'm being all professional, I actually have notes here. So yes, meal prep, the same meal, same days of the week. I told you about that. Oh, okay. On the same vein of, of that is actually the kids also have set nights where they do things like wash their hair because that is such a battle. Things like that, you can lose hours just fighting with your toddler over washing their hair. And of course, mine aren't toddlers anymore, but they were not that long ago. And, and it's still a fight. So, you know, it's not that easy. To, it's not that difficult to get them to take a shower. But it is difficult to get them to wash their hair for some reason. They really don't like that. And they are, at the time of recording this, almost eight and almost 10. And they just don't want to wash their hair. So each of them have to wash their hair twice a week. If they want to do it more, they can. But I don't make them because it's just not worth the fight. And frankly, in grades three and four, their friends can't tell. And honestly, they're, they just, their hair doesn't really need it. It's, it's a personal choice, I think, for everyone. But right now, I think if we can get it done twice a week, we're laughing. When they're older, they get to set their own schedule. They can wash their hair every damn day if that's what they want to do. But we set nights for things like that, right? There are set nights of the week where we will let them stay up. And then there are nights of the week where we will not, right? Sunday night, they are in bed. Here's another hack. For all of you new mamas out there, and your kids are little, or you have babies, or you're about to have babies, do yourself this one favor. Give yourself, give your kid an early bedtime, and that is the norm. My kids at this age still go to bed. I'm not exaggerating. They still go to bed at, like, they're basically asleep by 8.30 every night, sometimes even earlier, especially my little one, Alex. He needs a lot of sleep, and he knows it. So when they, when we kind of let them stay up, it's a treat. It's not something that happens every day. And I, I feel for those of you who have not established this in your household and bedtimes are a battle, that is not fun. And sometimes it is just like, I don't want to say too late, but you know, you kind of have to establish certain habits in your household early for the kids to be on board. And we just did this from day one. You know, it was dinner, bath, stories, and then bed. And it was done early. And I don't even think our kids think it's that abnormal. Pretty soon they'll start asking us if they can stay up later, I'm sure. But that's not the case right now. And so we're kind of we're enjoying that. But again, routine. This is, I hope that you're taking this from this conversation, right? This is, we thrive, humans thrive in routine. Speaking of the little ones, I was just talking about this with my hubby. One of the things that they need to be at their best is they need kind of like that dedicated time with them where I am present on them. And a good example of this is when they wake up in the morning and when they come home from daycare at the end of the day. Those are the times where I really want to stop what I'm doing, be present with them, show them that I'm, I'm here for them. I care about their day. I, that's usually when I ask them a lot of questions. Okay, it's getting noisy now. This is where the taco meat is going in. <laughs> sizzle, sizzle. But yeah, that's, that is my time to connect with them. And I, I swear to you, if you do this first thing in the morning and when your kids come home at the end of the day, 
if you just give them 10 uninterrupted minutes where it's just you and them and you are listening to them and you are showing them that you care about them and and how their day went i am telling you it's going to be a game changer in your household they will be happy they'll be centered they'll be less needy true story okay i might have to move back here they will be less needy they will <laughs> oh, I feel like this experiment may have gone wrong because the peppers and the onions got a little overcooked. That's okay. It's true though. If you think about it, when you give someone attention right out the gate without being asked, what do they do? They feel attended to. They feel loved. They feel, they don't feel needy or clingy because they've had you. And so this is one of those things that I kind of learned early on as a parent is that if I can just stop what I'm doing and show them a little bit of presence, I will get that time back tenfold later for myself. But when I power through and it's 5.30 and they're walking in the door from daycare and I don't stop, I'm going to pay for it. They're going to be cranky. They're going to be rude. They're going to, we're going to end up squabbling over dinner. So, you know, this is a big time hack as a mom who has a business. When your kids need you, they need you. There really isn't any, ever any substitute for mama. There just isn't. And so having that dedicated time where I am there for them has made a big difference. It's not formal time. I don't set a timer, nothing like that. I just, when they walk in the door, it is their time. And everything else that I might have to do can wait, truly. Because it can't, if you think about it. Everything else that you might be doing, none of it is more important than your kids, right? It might feel more important. So that's one of the, with my kind of secret mom hacks, which may be not so obvious, let me see. What's another one? Oh, just on the more practical, logical, one of the things that we do is we, I'm a big believer in sort of prepping for the day ahead. So things like, you know, laying out, the kids will lay out their clothing the night before. If I have a downtown day or a client coming over, I'll do the same thing. If I don't, and I'm just going for my usual walk or run, I still lay out those clothes well in advance of the day. And I think that just helps me. Honestly, it's just one of those things that helps me feel more centered. I wake up with less anxiety, less, you know, feeling of panic. That preparedness really goes a long way. And I know that's hard when you're tired and your days are busy and you'd rather, frankly, be spending your time, you know, kicking back with Netflix and a bowl of Doritos. I get it. I've been there. <laughs> that is that is my reality, too, many times. But Again, it's that like, what, what are the small things that you can do now to create more time, create more space, create more energy later? That's my thinking with this kind of thing. So anything that can be laid out or prepared in advance, I do try to do that because I think it just helps with the morning flow. And I will say mornings in our household are busy. I like to start work early. And currently I am the one walking the kids to school. So and not only that, but I'm also making the lunches. I'm also creating time for my own self-care, my own, you know, fitness movement stuff. So we have to have a plan for the mornings. We can't just wake up and wing it. And part of that plan is it relies on me and my partner, Yoon, getting up at a specific time every day. Again, routines, rituals go a long, long, long way. Okay, got to do some flipping here. Flipping of the taco meat. This is not going to be my best tacos ever, but guess what? Nobody's going to know. <laughs> and even if they do, they're not going to care. And that's more of that like good enoughness attitude that I've been talking about on social. If you follow me on social media, if you don't, you definitely should at Leanne Kim Coach. 
But I've been talking about this, how we need to be less perfectionists and more good enoughists. We need to be okay with things being good enough so that we can do things like get through the day, go to the gym, prioritize our own needs, right? If I needed dinner to be perfect every night, none of that stuff would get done. I'd be cooking and then cleaning until 10 o'clock at night and then I'd be collapsing in bed. And I had a, I actually have a girlfriend that was her reality for a while and she burnt out. So a lot of what I put into place is, has been an effort to not burn out and has been, you know, a result of kind of learning some of my lessons the hard way, to be honest with you. Mompreneur hack number, what are we on? 87. <laughs> I lean on help a lot and I, I ask for, basically, I ask for help with the kids. So when I'm in a busy season at work, I generally try not to work evenings and weekends. It's just not what I like to do. But during the fall, during, you know, mama con prep and all that stuff, things do get busy. And sometimes I, I, I actually feel better if I can put in a, maybe an hour or two on the weekends. And sometimes they're so busy that I need that hour or two for just rest. This is, this is especially true of our Octobers here. Things are quite busy. And so I'll ask you and I'll say, could you mind just taking them to your parents for the morning? Or like, could you just take them to McDonald's? You know, again, not something we do all the time, but giving him something to do with them allows me to have quiet time. And if I say I need two uninterrupted hours, he gives that. He may not give a minute more, but he will give that. So that's the kind of, of thing that we do in this household. And if he does that, you can rest assured there are lots of days where I'll do that too. And I'll just say, you know what? Why don't you have a day off? Or it's a beautiful day. Go for a bike ride. Don't worry. I'll take the kids. And I do that when things are not busy. So I'm constantly kind of working on my energy management and working on, I'm going to add a little sriracha tonight to our taco meat here. Working on, you know, being able to, when I, when I have capacity, I can take on more. But when I don't have capacity, I have to ask for help because no one's going to know. Honestly, I love my husband, but he's not going to say, hey, you look tired. You want me to take the kids for a couple of hours so you can take a nap? Like, yeah, maybe he's done that once or twice. He's pretty great. But, you know, like, we have to be willing to, to spot what our needs are and then to ask for help with that. Okay, this is probably the noisiest part of the meal. Some other mompreneur hacks. We do chores as a team. So I just kind of got tired of the fact that I was the one doing a lot of the, you know, cleaning, organizing of things on the weekend. We do have a cleaning lady who comes every other week right now. Her name is Irene. She is amazing. However, the kids are also, kids are at an age where they can help with this stuff. So we do this on the weekends. I will give them a task or two or three or four. Usually they end up doing about, I would say probably about 30 minutes, 20 to 30 minutes of chores, including cleaning up their own room, stuff like that. And then I do pay them for that, that time. I pay them for their work because I think it's instilling healthy habits of earning and spending money. That's a different conversation for a different day, but that's something that I'm a big believer in as a mama. We need to be teaching our kids the value of money, how money works, how you make it, how it feels good when you make it, how it feels good when you spend it, how it feels good when you donate it. And so we do all those things in our household, but absolutely one of the main reasons why I do this is now that they're older, they can help me get some stuff done around here so I don't always feel like I'm drowning in either work stuff or home chores, right? Like sometimes you just feel like it's work no matter where you are or what corner you, of the house you look in. So I do, I do lean on them for a little bit of help, but I make it worth their while and I make it fun and not a chore because that's key with anything with kids. 
if you if it feels like a chore, if, that's why we don't actually we don't call it chores. We say it's oh, it's family cleanup time or something else. But I will say if, if it feels like a chore to them, it is going to feel like a chore for you to get to to get them to do it, if that makes sense. So, you know, see where your kids could be helping around the house. There is some great material on this on the Internet, especially Montessori educators are great with sharing what kids can do and at what ages. And when I saw some of this stuff, I was like, holy cow, my kids could be doing a whole lot more. In fact, Julia usually helps with taco night. She usually helps make the guacamole. We are not doing that tonight because we are in a bit of a time crunch tonight, but usually they're here and they're helping with this. And believe it or not, we are at a stage where things do move faster with their help. Things that would take me an hour on my own. Okay, maybe they still take me 40 minutes, but it is more fun. And so I'm kind of, I'm doing a couple of things at once. I'm momming at the same time as I'm connecting with my kid, at the same time as I'm getting stuff done. So these are like, again, like these are some of the hacks. You do have the ability to do more than one thing at a time. You might not like it, but again, it's that perfectionist versus good enoughist. Be the good enoughist. And let's see. Oh, okay. So related to that is I'm starting, again, mompreneur, right? Think about the business side of my life. I am starting to pay them a little bit of money to help me with business tasks. We have a great team. We've got some fantastic assistants, virtual assistants, but sometimes there's little pesky tasks that actually they're just, there are th little things that almost are like not, not even important enough for a virtual assistant to take on, or it's something that needs to be done locally. Sorry, that's the taco shells going in the oven. It's in something that needs to be done locally, or it's, you know, I I'm putting together a mail out and it's happening because the stuff is at my house or what have you. Again, in a perfect world, I'd have an amazing team who's doing all of this stuff all the time. But actually, I am really liking bringing the kids into the business. I'm liking them seeing that I send out thank you cards to my clients. I like that they, you know, see some of the inner workings of, you know, and there are lots of things that basic things that your kids could probably help you do in your business. Could they help you clean your office? Could they help you organize, you know, things into piles when we do swag bags or whatever? They're actually helping me pack the swag bags. One thing that I think Julia could probably start to do is taking photos of my monthly paper receipts. Paper receipts are such a pain, but they still exist. And I hate to be the one to take a photo of them and upload them. But honestly, I'm the one that has them. They're in my hands. So I could pay someone to come to my house and take them. Or I could pay my kid $3 to spend 10 minutes photographing them and uploading them into Dropbox. So these kind of things that I'm constantly thinking about is, A, how can we teach our family, healthy, you know, good life habits, good life skills. B, how can we get more done, more of the stuff that we don't love? How can we get that done more easily, more streamlined? And then C, how could we have more fun, create more quality of life while we're doing that? So I hope there's something in this. Oof, I'm still a little out of breath because I've never done this before. As I mentioned, 10 million times, but the tacos are nearly done. And the podcast is going to have to be done because the kids are going to be home any minute. <laughs> so I hope there's something in this episode that you enjoyed. Maybe you just enjoyed laughing at me trying to cook dinner and record a podcast on my phone. I don't know. But whatever it is, please share it with me. Send me a DM or take a snapshot of something and share it. Yeah, you know what? Take a snapshot of your screen right now 
and share it on Instagram and tag me at Leanne Kim Coach. I would love to hear how this episode inspired you today. Thanks, my friend. Have a good one. And it's time to go eat. Thanks for listening to the business of thinking big. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so you never miss an episode. We would love it if you could leave us a review on iTunes, which will help more people like you find the show. And of course, you can learn more at leannekim.com. 